There is no phone ringing, damn it! What the hell are you talking about? You know what the hell she's talking about? No. I'm afraid I don't understand. What, what, you... what Dr. Schaefer? Our Dr. Schaefer? Oh, Dr. Schaefer, the one who's always grabbing everybody's... Was he sick? I don't know what you're talking about. Now, what in hell am I going to tell this boy Schaefer's parents? That a substitute nurse assassinated him because she couldn't tell the doctors from the patients on the floor? My God! Okay? You let a woman beat ya, huh? You little tiny nothing! Why did you move closer to me? I don't know. I... I guess I want to be closer don't to Don't, Bob. Uh-uh. His name was Jeremiah Johnson. Norma Ray has been working since she was 16. Jeff Goldblum is the psycho freak who's everywhere the action is. That's outrageous! You try one more goddamn stunt and I'll light up the fucking sky! I'm Peter Fonda. We've just finished making a movie dealing with the most talked about subject of the day. LSD. LSD. A decade under the influence. No rules, no limits. No wonder these filmmakers changed our world. No, 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 no! <laughs> I don't want anyone bad. to feel like... not sending me dick pics before my... Oh, God! <laughs> Hold on! <laughs> Look who's here! <laughs> oh! You're not too precious for these things. Rise up lights! <laughs> I mean, it's not the best, just send it. <laughs> yeah. Are we ready? Are we yeah. going to be more specific about when these start? Yes, well. This is a follow-along commentary, that's what they're called. That's right, that's right. Um, so, we're hitting play in three, two, one. Fucked up. Did you add subtitles? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh yeah, it's my personal copy. I've seen this movie a lot. So we're watching the hospital. Warts and all, the hospital. George C. Scott. Ugh. 1971. This has a. a I think this. Super what? Relevant, yes. More than that, but yeah. And there's like 22% wackiness factor too. Yeah. <laughs> I had to throw that in. I have a sighting. The intern who admitted Mr. Guernsey, however, accepted the diagnosis and prescribed morphine, a drug suitable for angina. Yeah, let's start a movie and then you leave immediately. <laughs> I'm listening. Well, you weren't supposed to hear me. <laughs> You're missing it. Well, I thought this was going to go quick, but then the cork got stuck in the wine. Yeah, I heard that. I couldn't hear that. Oh my god, why are you pissed off? He says to Cat, I was talking to a cat. 
<laughs> in point of fact, the patient was in CO2 narcosis and died at 7.30 that evening. Oh. I mention all this only to explain how the bed in room 806 became available. Because that's where we're going to hump. The intern involved was a prickly young buck named Schaefer, who had a good thing going for him with a technician in the hematology lab. Prickly young In the haphazard fashion of hospital romances, Dr. Schaefer had been zapping this girl on wheelchairs, stretches. I like how this movie, you have to be like, zapping is sex, because you don't normally hear zapping from sex. You <laughs> can assume that it's sex, but... So you can imagine what an available bed meant to him. Hey, Sheila. This is Howard, Sheila. Hey, listen, I got a bed for us for tonight. A real, honest-to-God bed. <laughs> Still photography. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna shag in the hospital next to someone, you're gonna get buck naked. Hold the sheet. <laughs> There's no sheet. Because they haven't pulled them, it. But not on them. Patty Chayefsky. It's a really important writer. And I read this book. He wrote Altered States? Oh, he did. Yeah. Marty? We've watched a lot of Arthur Hiller films. Too. Oh, yeah. Watched a lot of Arthur The one where the guy was the, the Nazi criminal, but then he wasn't. Oh, that one's good. He was just like a file clerk that felt guilty. No, he wasn't even. In the Star Trek episode, it's a file clerk. Because <laughs> Deep Space Nine did that same thing. A lot of episodes to come up with stories for. They kind of did that in the third season of uh, that detective show on HBO as well. Oh, very insightful uh, detective show. True detective. Oh, okay. Murder, she wrote. Murder, she wrote. Thank you, <laughs> kindly. <laughs> Well, it's another one of those movies like that Three Sisters where it's like people don't act like this, but in the movie, mm-hmm. nobody is interested in anybody, especially Shelley Duvall. Dr. Shaver. <laughs> that's that's Shaver. Like that's I recognize that dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she's not super freaked out because she's... No, but it's also trying to show you that. That detachment. Dr. Schaefer was in room 806 because he's dead. What? (laughs) I'm just telling you that Dr. Schaefer is dead. She's great. Like, five steps of removal from getting it. I didn't even know he was sick. Russ, what the hell are you talking about? You know what the hell she's talking about? No. I wore a shitty version of the hats they offer, though. I don't know what you're talking about. Get it. Two more times. Jesus, get it. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. I mean that he's lying on the floor. 
Well, these people are used to such a specific routine and something different, and so she's like, nope, what? Eight steps to get it. Better check it out. There's going to need two of us for this. Also, that scene already in the movie has passed the Bechdel test. <laughs> and this will be the only time when it does, because once George C. <laughs> Scott shows up. Time it does. <laughs> well, I mean, he's going to be in the movie from now on. <laughs> I am George C. Scott! <laughs> there will be no more scenes without me! <laughs> I'm wasted. Hmm. Was he like that as an actor? Yeah. I'll tell you a story later. I wanted to do a... What do you call it? A content warning before for the podcast, dang it. Well, Cause it does never have too a, late. Throw it in. It does have a slight sexual assaulty scene, if you remember. We'll talk about it. But a slight sexually assaulty <laughs> scene? Yep. I think so. Yes. Uh, <laughs> when you watch the movie, you will see. That's why I wanted to put a content warning instead of none. <laughs> Violence. I know he loves it. What did he say? I mean, also, suicide. Right. It's an option. It's a 70s movie. It's kind of dark comedy. Uh, Content warning. Fucking happiness for that kitty. It's gonna kill me over here with those smiles. <laughs> yeah, but the hair. <laughs> just get it. This movie is just people not getting it so far. That's what this film is. See, I saw that. We protest the eviction of 386 black families. Damn it. We get sick too. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> 18, I counted. We're at 18. Fucking <laughs> done. I like how they know who all the high ups are. Though. Maybe that one doctor told them. Trying to go to work. Yeah. Free the hope. <laughs> you look like shit. Chevy Nova's as far as the eye can see. These protesters weren't very insistent. No. I'm like, ah, oh, you got a half a block away from us. <laughs> you can go in, but I'm gonna. I see you're gonna have a long dialogue scene, so we'll pull back. We'll pull back. Anywhere. 
They just want him to know about their that they're upset. They're not trying to stop him. They just want to. Also, my character has these important papers. He barely has them. <laughs> I know one of them's gonna fall. Cut. Drop the fucking paper stand. Oh jeez. That probably happened. To I'm doing around today. Doesn't the door close itself? So he's been in an alcoholic binge since his wife left him. (laughs) Subtitles left ass out. We don't need that. (laughs) My eyes are not garbage cans. (laughs) <laughs> Movie rated R. Subtitles rated G. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all in the AOC's, Doctor. What happened? I think I'll just let Mrs. Chris... Only children can't hear. <laughs> Why do all the fucking nurses have to wear those dumb fucking hats? It's called 1971. But what are they for? What purpose do they serve? Ask 1971. Glamour. This is a good one. I like that guy. He's in everything. <laughs> or he was. Still is. Oh, that's her? I like the head nurse. She's awesome. <laughs> Are both of those guys dead? No. The other one's in a coma. Isn't it? Why don't they want to talk in there? <laughs> you don't talk. Patient. He's in a coma. He can come out. Right? To get that one nurse to get it. Right? I don't know where to play it yet. I got charts and graphs. Did anybody bother to go in and check on during the night? 
The George C. Scott is slowly rising, slowly rising. What is thrombosis? Something wrong. It's 1971. Did you see a Stalker Channing has the briefest cameo in this movie. There's one right there. Oh, thank you. Quickie. Quickie. Dr. Estehazy wants to start hiring temporary people to cover the summer vacations. He says last year some of the replacement people didn't receive their checks until they waited six months. Are you wearing your coat or is that your outfit? Yeah, pay him. Is that a responsibility of a doctor? Is he like not a doctor? He's like an administrator. And she says three microscopes have been stolen out of her lab in the last two months. What? Charlie Walters also complains about pilferage. I cooked all these together for you. Now, as you know, doctor, we've agreed to take over the local ambulance cases as part of the hospital's commitment to the community, and it's created a serious overload in the yard. I don't know why this is done to that lab, but they seem to think it's a good Find out if Dr. Einhorn is in his office. Which Dr. Einhorn? Ophthalmology or psychiatry? Psychiatry, never mind. I don't look at myself. I think I am going to talk to a shrink. She was like, that was my minute. That was my minute with the administrator. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. He just got up and walked out. We have business to attend to. You couldn't handle business for one minute. I've been having periods of acute depression recently. Parents becoming noticeable. Another people remark about it. Anyway, um, John Sunstrom thought it might be a good idea if I spoke to you about it. You want to sit down with her? No, I'm not a good professional. I will have some of your Danish. <laughs> Last year, two, three, 
goes way back, I suppose. I can remember entertaining suicidal thoughts as a college student. At any rate, I've always found life demanding. I'm an only child of a lower middle class people. Whew, sounds demanding. My son is was always top of my class. Scholarship to Harvard. Born genius. The oh, brilliant eccentric. Terrified of women. Clumsy at sports. God, how, how do I go about this? I understand you just separated from your wife. I left her a dozen times. She left me a dozen times. We stayed together through a process of attrition. Obviously, sadomasochistic dependency. My home is hell. We've got a 23-year-old boy. That's a lot of house last year. Shaggy-haired Maoist. <laughs> I don't know where he is. Presumably building bombs in basements as an expression of the universe's brother. <laughs> <laughs> got a 17-year-old daughter who's had two abortions in two years. Got arrested last week at a rock festival for pushing on drugs. I let her go. The typical affluent American family. I don't mean to be facile about this. I blame myself for those two useless young people. <laughs> I never exercised parental authority. I'm no good at that. Plus, I work 80 hours a week. Yeah, I'm no good at this either. Let's just forget the whole thing. I'm sorry about it. How serious are your suicidal speculations, sir? Just gonna... I amuse myself with different ways of killing myself. We myself. all do. You shouldn't be telling me this. <laughs> But it's 1971, so I won't put a cycle on. Care, damn it. The security guard's just like, okay. <laughs> Gotta go to work. Riveting hallway and opening of door scene. Yep. <laughs> Opening a drawer. Oof, that is a filthy sink. Yeah, this whole room is. <laughs> what even is this room for? Research. Oh. Or lab. It's the lab. I don't know. It's a something in a hospital. 
I think it said on the door, but I wasn't doing a good job of being paying attention, guy. I mean, hopefully none of those samples have to be actually sanitary or... Hi. <laughs> ...kept pure. Dr. Kathy, Dr. Kathy. Oh my God, hair. hair, yeah. Bad and I just want to stop. Good eyebrows. <laughs> Diana Rigg. Hey, lab coats forever. <laughs> yeah, those guys look like they're in a, like a karate uniforms or something. <laughs> Do you have your blue cross blue shield? Right. Also, plus it's filled out wrong. Would you mind, please? Excuse me. You just asked for it. They follow me everywhere. Sweet big black men. Naked, completely exposed, right in the street. I think maybe that lady was supposed to be a nut. Oh, that's Stucker Channing, I think. Yep. From Greece. There are worse things I could do. Hey, it's that guy. Cross Blue Shield. <laughs> Do you carry Blue Cross? Blue Shield? No. 
Are you dead? You're dead. Dr. Spezio. Dr. Spezio. I think one of your patients in here is dead, Dr. Spezio. Why do you say that, Mrs. Cushing? Because he wouldn't give me his blue cross number, Dr. Spezio. And he knew the one to go to. Right. That beard is fantastic. Oh, are they? There's a chain of command. You follow it. Oh no! Better nip this in the bud before George C. Scott starts screaming for an hour. <laughs> Hey, why isn't he in the last couple scenes? Right? Microscopes. What to talk about microscopes? Hello, hon. And you got yourself all wet. <laughs> We thought the lab room was dirty. It's all pretty dirty. Broken. Hey, Mona. Oh, it is Mona. Yeah, fuck him. Private room. Yeah. I'll get you a tranquilizer. That's on you. <laughs> I'm glad he wasn't the last first scene, so it would have been about this case uh, on mm -hmm. and on and on. <laughs> Dicks. Oh, six. Six. <laughs> above four grams, motherfucker. Everybody freak out. You'd get it if you went to med school for eight years. You'd get it. <laughs> you guys have listened real well. I like your tie. Diana Rigg from the Avengers. The TV show Avengers. Not about superheroes. Fuck no. And I want a honeycomb. What? Thonoscope? Did anyone know broad spots? Well, don't worry about it. There aren't any. Yeah. A thumb. 
up from let's go. You're a big man on SBE, but like latex eye? fixation. It wasn't done, sir. Thing? No. No latex fixation? Well, don't you think that's an important test to differentiate SBE from mm. the SBE? No, not just Amber. Well, Sounds like something is maybe magnifies the appearance of the Everybody eye with a light. The diagnosis were SBE. Yeah. Got it. I got it. If if the antibiotic therapy was successful, are you applying for your internship here? I'm not sure. Hooray for a minor understanding of Latin. Yay! Ooh, look at them chops. Yep. That was pretty good. I don't know. Screw the technician from the nephrology lab. 
Switching gears. <laughs> he switches gears and he just gets it. <laughs> yeah, right. Let him go. Okay, <laughs> we gotta make this better. I think we've done <laughs> yeah, Gilly Bach. Listen, didn't you tell me a couple months ago you were going to cut off all privileges for that assassin Welbeck? Welbeck, yes, he just butchered another one of my patients. Oh, come on, Harry, the man's a buccaneer. I want to put up on the medical executive committee. <laughs> well, he's in your department, Harry, not mine. He's putatively a sergeant. I'll be here. Putatively? Man, your name tag couldn't be more off center. What? Ride the lightning. <laughs> there was a heart light in that scene, also. Yeah. But Metallica or Neil Diamond. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is drink Schmirnoff in this office. <laughs> Schmirnoff office. Yeah. <laughs> How much is he paid? Why is he still there? I mean, I know there's still work to do or booze to drink mm. or something. But. Home is hell. Oh, okay. 
doesn't want to be around his malice son or his <laughs> drug pushing daughter. Who's your hat? Who's your favorite hat? <laughs> Going pss, 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 with a little bag. Hello, everybody. I am not drunk. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just gonna go kill myself. <laughs> Just gonna take this. I talked out that situation earlier, and well. Well, honey, we got a witch doctor in 806, and you better go in there. You know that Indian that was sitting in 806 all night? He's still there, and the girl's there. With a little bag. You just better get in there, Man. He's like, all right, I'll go along. I want to see this. <laughs> I don't not want to see this. <laughs> I could kill myself, but. <laughs> She's sassy. I like you know, her. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna check it out. I mean, does it hurt to be watched? Like, Shitty thing to say. Yeah. You still gonna take your father out, Mr. Trump? Yeah, I have to arrange an ambulance. We're going around here, I can Who's my house? Thank you. I'm going in and see him.
Yeah, you said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stretch the... Uh... 806, man, it's a cursed room. Going pss, 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 with a little bag. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Am I on drugs? <laughs> the answer is yes, probably, right? Because I really dig this. <laughs> yes. Play some metal. <laughs> Just happily go back to sleep. Yeah, that's right. Everything's under control in here. <laughs> <laughs> this is that was fine. I'm gonna just gonna use your phone, okay? <laughs> oh yeah. Rotary, huh? Nine, <laughs> eight. Have you seen the videos of the kids trying to figure out how to use a fucking rotary phone? No, you're thinking like. No, I really need to see this. It's really funny. I've seen it. Yeah. Smirnoff is not delicious. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Witchcraft? Yeah. Why are you such a dick? Only light her cleavage. <laughs> it was lighting his nose when his nose was there. He was a widower and I was his only child. He was not an especially religious man, a sober Methodist. One evening about seven years ago, he attended a Pentecostal meeting in the conference room at Harvard. And he found himself speaking in tongues. Well, that is to say, he suddenly sat to his knees in the back of the room and began to talk fluently in a language which no one had ever heard before. This sort of thing happens frequently at Pentecostal meetings and began happening regularly to my father. It was not unusual to walk into our home and find my father sitting in his office. Oh, really? Green, happily speaking to the air in this strange foreign tongue. I was at that time 20 years old. Having my obligatory affair with a minority group, in my case a Hopi Indian, a postgraduate fellow at Harvard doing its Game of Thrones. Aboriginal languages of the South. Oh yeah, she's in Game of Thrones. Diana Rigg, yeah. Who was she in Game of Thrones? Look at just her face. Imagine it wrapped around with a Yeah, she's a the gummy bear looking lady. What? <laughs> lady from the Gummy Bears cartoon. The little... Oh, is she the shame lady? 
No, she's not Shane Lady. No, she's the the what is she? The mom or the grandma of yeah. the yeah, yeah. girl that Marjorie. Oh, the gal who died in the red wedding. No, the one that married not Joffrey, but. Oh, Joffrey's brother, whatever whoa, whoa, his name whoa, was. Whoa, 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 Okay, thank you. Finally. There it is. And the gummy bear comment makes sense. <laughs> it took a second. He was living in Flatus right before my eyes. Within a week, my father closed his beacon in New Flatus and set out to start a mission in the Mexican mountains. I turned in my STS card and my crack shell, and I followed him. Hmm. It was a disaster, at least for me. My father had received the revelation, not I. He stood gaunt on a mountain slope and preached the apocalypse to solemnly amused Indians. <laughs> I masturbated a great deal, really, through grass. <laughs> 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 What? You're totally functional. <laughs> you see, Doctor, I believe in everything. Yeah. What was that all about, Mr. Oh, my God, the whole thing again? <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I'm thinking about middle-aged men. <laughs> I admire your candor. You've been admiring a lot more of that. <laughs> Power to the impotent. I got a son, 23 years old. I came to the house last year. I just Grabbed him by his poncho. He preached universal love. He despised everyone. <laughs> Had a blanket contempt for the middle class, even his decency. He detested my mother because she had a petty bourgeois pride in her son, the doctor. I cannot tell you how brutishly ignored that rather good lady. She died and didn't come to funeral. He felt the uh, chapel service was an hypocrisy. He told me his generation didn't live with lies. I said, listen, everybody lives with lies. <laughs> I grabbed him by his poncho. <laughs> and I dragged him the length of our seven-room, despicably affluent middle class apartment I Ash is currently wearing Ow. a poncho. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Out. You know what he said to me? 
You tore my poncho. He's standing there, laughing on the verge of tears. He shrieked at me. You old feck. I can't even get it up anymore. There's no way he called him a fink. Well, that was his revolution. It wasn't racism, the oppressed poor, the war in Vietnam. No, the ultimate American societal sickness was a limp dangerous. I had to get real close to tell you that. Smirnov. <laughs> I've been drinking. If there is a despised, misunderstood minority in this country, uh, here we go. Oh, <laughs> man. You're gonna tell me this about it. Maybe for a woman, a man may lust for other things. Something a little less transient than an erection. A sense of permanent work. That's what medicine was to me. My reason for being. You know, Lestrone, when I was 34, oh. I presented a paper before the well, you told a long story. I'm going to tell him. <laughs> like, you think your shit is crazy. Check this out. I see you're crazy and I raise you. Yeah, I think hers is. Power to the impotent. Yeah. Right on. I mean, I've lost even my desire to work. That's a hell of a lot more primal passion than sex. I've lost my reason for being. My purpose. Wow. The only thing I ever truly love. Well. <laughs> and then I wonder why my kids ate me. Yep. What could it be? Transplants. <laughs> situation that he's complaining about has changed yeah that's what i said at the beginning of this this movie continues to be relevant in the conversation <laughs> of american health care yeah i get it i mean, get it yeah it wasn't fucking rocket yeah. science the things he <laughs> well and he wants to commit suicide <laughs> And I've got nothing going for me anymore. You understand that? Yes, sir. 
you also understand that the only admissible matter left is death? I'm not suicidal. Sounds to me like a familiar case for morbid menopause. Oh, menopause, I'm a Christ. <laughs> 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 Dog Day Afternoon has no music. Except in Hello. Wait, wait. Are we going autoerotic asphyxiation? No. No. He's just going to suicide. They talked about how how to get rid of the syringe, though. How are you going to do that? He's going to chuck out the window. He's drunk. No, but if it happens, like, instantly. the room I'm I mean when he saw the therapist he didn't waste any time it was just like (laughs) and what's up with the therapist he didn't like flag him for anything like hey uh no (laughs) he's act real specific about how you're gonna I'm pro Kevorkian I know what are you talking about like did we make a safety plan for Uh, you yeah oh busted huh no, no, I don't know. I was gonna just hang out. I wanted to show you my impotence rights uh, pamphlets on platform. It occurred to me I might have read you wrong and that you really were suicidal, so I came back. Say, leave me alone to someone. Why is Lucky doing? Mildly? 
Music. What about that was slight? <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have been as iffy, but... I mean, she walked in on him committing suicide. He wanted to commit suicide. He was pissed off. And then they talk about it later in the movie. I just, I wanted to do content warning, but like, content I don't warning. hate this film because of it. I want people to watch it. No, it's, so. just, it's just a No, I know, but <clears throat> that, that's right. I wouldn't call that slight. No. Like slight, a slightly sexual assaultive scene would be like somebody I don't like non-consensually yeah. maybe patting someone on the yeah, ass. Yeah. <laughs> What did she take? No. <laughs> what? No wind up, nothing. Sorry about all the intense crinkles. Gentlemen, huh? Your father. You really shouldn't take him out of here in his condition. I've just been looking at his chart. There's no reason to presume brain damage. You know as well as I that you can't predict anything. But uh, he could very well come out of that coma at any time. I think you should leave him here. I'll personally look after him. This is your way of saying you'd like me to stay in town if you want, eh? Well, that would be nice too. This kid is heavy. He's got you can go on his aura. Considering you ravaged him three times last night. Three times? Oh, but the kid pretending he didn't count. He was puffed up as a toad about it. <laughs> Punched a couple of holes in your crusade for universal impotence to know. Putting on first name basis now, I'll call you her. Let's give your father a week, Bobby. What do you say? Oh. I don't want my father in this hospital. <laughs> I had a dream about this hospital. I this enormous, starched, white tile building suddenly erupted like a volcano. And all the patients, doctors, nurses, attendants, orderly, the whole line staff, food service people, the aged, the lame, and, and you right in the middle were stampeding in one hideous, screaming, suicidal mass. I'm not. I'm taking my father out of here as quickly as I can. That's George C. Scott. <laughs> Patches are reverential about bears. Well, eat bear meat, never skin bears. Bears are soil that's both benign and evil. Very strong. Wow. That's how I and think of, of Bobby. 
Yeah. Great healers. He's not very powerful. He's not bad. Gets his power from there. Just raw power. Well, I look. You've got a hotel room or some sort of accommodation. Oh, right. Please, please. My father and I accept the implacability of death. If he dies, he dies. So they were going to Arizona. What? If the United States hadn't invaded, it would be Mexico. Mm -hmm. What do you mean if I love you? I rape you in Back down well, two steps. She doesn't avoid the fucking <laughs> the issue. She's like, you were straight up trying to kill yourself last night. Yeah. I'm making decisions based on that. Huh. Well, see, I could have a long monologue with myself, or I could <laughs> go on to something else. <laughs>
<laughs> the guy, the little kid's yeah. going. <laughs> Other redundant things. <laughs> the guy. I'm going to ream his ass. Okay. Okay, no riot. I don't even like you. <laughs> National Geographic. Yeah. stay in the hospital. Indian doing a war dance in here. You weren't hallucinating, Mr. Mead. 
<laughs> with a little bag. No. He gets his power from the thunder, and he has to do it while the thunder is going. Right. Um. What is he causing the thunder? Yes! I incite lightning. Oh, man. Is he drinking beer? Got enough of that on there? What's that? Iodine? You, Iodine. you, you got it. It's on there. <laughs> hey, it's that guy. Oh, yeah. Supposed to be. Sorry, 
I'm very sorry, Doctor. This is a very nasty one in the OR. They've just operated on the wrong patient. What did <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Well, I don't understand. Is she back in her room? And that guy's there. <laughs> Mrs. Mangifrani. Hey, are they still working on that one in three? Yeah. I'm sorry. Mrs. Freak, could you say that again? Well, nobody in this office sent her back up. Dr. Donovan. All right, Mrs. Freak, I'll have to call her back. I think we need to reevaluate our whole system. Did any of you take a woman patient named Mangifrani out of the holding room back up to Hollyfire around 10 o'clock? What happened? No, ma'am. Well, I don't know what happened, but... <laughs> that guy. I'm the captain of the love boat. <laughs> Is he coming with them? He's not included in the shot. Love. Exciting. Yeah, she's fucking dead. Oh, yeah. Is she dead? Eh. Is that the way we should do it? <laughs> Next to Ken is here. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey. Right? I've been in that meeting. Oh, my God. I know, I know, right? <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Doctor. Well, this is really something, isn't it? I thought she looked a little different when they brought her in. I even said to one of the nurses, she looks a little younger without her dentures. I'd only talked to her half an hour before. Does anyone know she has? What's her chart say? Chart says Manjifani. Erasement says Manjifani. Only thing that isn't Manjifani is the woman. Jesus. Someone fucked it up on purpose. And spilled a lot of red Kool-Aid, everyone. So much to expect that you people to bring in the right goddamn Jesus Christ givers. I had just been talking to her in the holy. Oh, we heard you, Tim. Fucking right. That's not how that works. Start putting your father's things back. He's staying here. I'll find an apartment somewhere. I'm staying in a filthy little hotel room. We can't use that. Oh. Fuck yeah. Order of things. Mostly I'm offering me. Oh. I think we're beautiful. Where's your pocket? I don't know why you didn't have to. What's your name here? 
Oh. Woohoohoo, nice and warm. Is it you, Miss Mangifranny? That's all over. I suppose if I married that, this, this hospital has been my whole life. Oh, Jesus. This camp will Here we go. I'm the middle class, and among us middle class, love doesn't try to overall. Responsibility does. <laughs> I'm middle class. <laughs> We will both be destroyed. Just fucking mailing the writing for this. Yeah. No way. Is she wearing a nurse's outfit now? Yeah. Why Are you not? sure? It looks exactly like the nurse's outfit. I said yeah. Well, the one who, the one who on your patient, from? Well, her name is Teresa Campanella. You're not gonna believe this, sir. She died on the operating table of OR3 about an hour. Who are you I like how his hair goes way at the end. Turn, Someone's turn the page. He's starting to put it together. It's all about dodging malpractice. <laughs> well, no one. They got a murder mystery. Put it together. Yeah, because he was just in that closet. Even I understand it a little bit more. The eighth time watching. Mm-hmm. Or ninth. You're faking it. Are you the somnambulist? Music has been introduced into the film. Well, it's, you know, little clues. What if people aren't paying attention to the movie? I am a fool for Christ. Dad. What the hell's going on? We all thought you were at death's door. What are you doing out of bed? What happened? What's he going to you for? Did he say anything? So that was no, something man of frangie or something? He said, I am the fool for Christ and the paraclete of Caborca. You better shut that door because if he tells everybody who walks in here that he's the fool for Christ and the paraclete of Caborca, they're going to put us all away. <laughs> he's already killed two doctors and a nurse. I am the wrath of the land. The angel at the bottom is pitched. What do you mean he's killed two doctors and a nurse? I mean he's killed two doctors and a nurse. He just tried to kill me. He has something against us. <laughs> Somehow, he got a hold of some insulin and put it in Dr. Schaefer's intravenous solution. And somehow, he got Dr. Ives to die of a heart attack in the middle of the emergency room. And somehow, he got a dialysis nurse named Campanella to die of anesthesia shock on an operating table. He's been running all over the hospital, dressed up in Dr. Schaefer's uniform. Right now, they're looking all over the place for the mysterious Dr
Maybe as incredible to you as it is to me, but you can see for yourself, your father's not the helpless comatose we thought he was. Well, don't look at me like I'm the one who's crazy. Ask your crazy father. <laughs> 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 I killed they all three died by their own hands. Ritual victims of their own institutions. Murdered by irony. <laughs> <laughs> Eye for an eye. Let me take you through it. Biblical retribution. Shaker was first, because you see, he killed God. God was admitted to this hospital last Monday. Too close! I was instantly aware of a divine presence. I was convinced this porcelain old man was, in fact, an angel of the Lord. Perhaps even Christ himself. Our Savior was, it seems, suffering from emphysema. He was relentlessly subjected to the benefits of modern medicine and died at 7.30 that evening. A few hours later, he appeared to me in a revelation. Rise up, Drummond. You are dead. Now you are restored. Those who killed you and those who killed me will die in our place. <laughs> you are the paraclete of Taborka, the wrath of the Lamb. Right. The angel of the bottomless. <laughs> well, not quite the burning bush, perhaps, but prodigal enough for me. Yeah. I was to avenge the death of God in my own organization. I was to kill doctors Schaefer, Ives, and Welbeck, and the dialysis nurse, Miss Campanella, whose negligence caused my coma. I awaited a further sign from God, which was given to me later that evening. <laughs> Dr. Schaefer, it seems, had arranged an assignation with a girl from the hematology lab named Sheila. You can't say zapping. <laughs> Boy, I sure hope nobody walks in. But let's just strip naked. No kissing. Boy, <laughs> I sure hope nobody walks in. We're not passionate about this. We're fitting it in. We have yep. busy schedules. Mm -hmm. I have to be Residence, in hematology yeah. in 45 minutes. Yes. Yes. And then it yeah, I think put the IV jar into into Schaefer. God clearly intended a measure of irony here. Right. I mean, it wasn't me. to do all the killing for me. All I need do is arrange for the doctors to become patients in their own hospital. Accordingly, the next morning I pinched some digoxin from the pharmacy and a sandbag from the utility cart and found my way to Dr. I's laboratory. I, I coughed him with the sandbag. Fucking right. And gave him a massive shot of the digoxin. And this, you see, brought on an instant condition of cardiac arrhythmia. I waited for him to come to, and, and then I, I brought him down to the emergency room. He had, at that time, perhaps an hour to live. Prompt treatment would have saved his life. As a staff doctor, he was seen without preliminaries. His vital signs were taken. An electrocardiogram, which revealed occasional ventricular premature contractions. An intern took his history, and then he was promptly, simply, forgotten to death. Simply mislaid.
mislaid among the broken wrists, the chest pains, the scalp lacerations, the man whose fingers were crushed in a taxi door. Mm -hmm. Use this as a sample. The skin rash, <laughs> the child swiped by a car, the old lady mugged in the subway, the derelict beaten by sailors, the teenage suicide, the paranoids, drunks, asthmatics, the rapes, the septic abortions, the overdosed addicts, the fractures, infarcts, hemorrhages, concussions, boils, abrasions, the colonic cancers, the cardiac arrests, the whole wounded madhouse of our times. Whoa. Heavy. Kind of freaking out. Who's number 7680202? He's like, I don't know, I gotta get out of this hospital. <laughs> There's other places. <laughs> In this way, you see, was it revealed to me the manner of Nurse Campanella's death? She was to die of the great American plague. Vestigial identity. So, last night I coshed Miss Campanella with a sandwich. Coshed, not crushed. Sedated her with Thorazine. I say coshed. And parked her in the corridor of the X-ray department for five hours. Why X-ray? Uh, at X-ray, a sedated body lying around unattended for five hours wouldn't seem unusual. Sure. <laughs> that is to say, Mrs. Mangiafrani's operation was not scheduled until 9.30. So at 9.15 this morning, I rang for my nurse. You rang for your nurse? To ensure one full hour of uninterrupted privacy. Sure. <laughs> I got up, wheeled Miss Campanella off to the operating rooms. That was just a little I dig. This is a little dig about the surface here. <laughs> I transferred the charts and identity bracelets. She died officially of anesthesia shock. So you did a lot. You can't say you did nothing. <laughs> we get the fuck out of here. Let me take him back to Mexico. Yeah, it's a single world there. He functions there. If you turn him in there, just cage him in the Rockland State Hospital for the criminally insane. Let me take him back. Are you fucking kidding? We're both taken. I'm going with you. What? He's getting dressed. We're getting out of here before the police put us all in rock state. I haven't finished my work here. I have this well bag to dispose of. I'm the angel of the bottomless pit. The wrath of the Lord. <laughs> but why did you attack me? Because he's like, why not? He's got a giant eraser on his fucking arm. <laughs> Just tied there. That ambulance must be down there by now. You go and get him. I'll uh, give him a shot of something, knock him out. We'll take him to the airport and the ambulance. You're not knocking me out. <laughs> You're hallucinating. Go back to sleep. You're hallucinating again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the stethoscope. He's like, we're stealing these two TVs. Yep. One at a time. 806. Oh, your hair is on one side going, wee. I'm Dr. Wilbeck. I have a patient on this floor named Drum. I'd like to see his chart. Oh, Dr. Clark, I have a few minutes of your time. 
Dr. Gilly tells me you're the one who initiated these proceedings against me. Yeah. Oh, get in there. I'd like to yeah. know what Check it you out. have against me, Doctor. Oh, I'll tell you. Eight days ago, you showed up half stoned for a simple nephrectomy, botched it, put the patient in failure, and damn near killed him. Then, pausing only to send mm. your bill, you flew off on the wings of man to an island of sun in Montego Bay. This is the third time in two years we've had to patch up your patients. The other two died. You're greedy, unfeeling, inept, indifferent, self-inflating, <laughs> and unconscionably profitable. Besides that, I have nothing against you. I'm sure you play a hell of a game of golf. What else do you want know? How much do you make a year, Bach? For a guy who makes a lousy 40, 50 grand. What? This is Dr. Welbeck. Are you paging me? Yes, Arthur. I understand you've been trying to reach me all morning. I tell you, Milton, he pulls up the wires and the tubes, and he gets up, and he puts on a doctor's uniform, and he goes out, and he murders doctors. He just went out 10 seconds before you came in here. Relax. Well, I'll tell you something else about this crazy place you got here. There was a naked Indian in here last night. <laughs> That's the kind oh, of place you're running here, Milton. You gotta get me out of here, Milton. Milton, this is a crazy place, Milton. Milton, listen to me. Listen, I wake up last night, there was a goddamn Indian in here. A naked Indian. What kind of a hospital is this? Mr. Mead, are you paging me? A couple hours later, I wake up again, and the guy in that bed there is getting out of bed. Are the police still in the building? Yes. You better get them up here. Yes. All day long, he lays there like a dead man. All of a sudden, the middle of the night, he gets out of bed. I thought I was going crazy. Oh, when you know what he says to me? He says you're that guy's oddly cute. I guess listen, I saw a naked Indian. Now <laughs> I gotta figure he's right. I'm hallucinating, right? I'll be down directly. Nope. Never arranged the report. And he Spotters never really says anything. The squatters in the building came out. The but he's there a lot. Now the situation is rubbing into a riot. Milton? I'm sure you're wondering what this is all about, Eric. You're not going to leave me alone in this crazy place, Milton! <laughs> this cop will stay with you. We're going to call the cops, Tom. Milton! 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 I haven't time now. I'm going to try to tell you this curious story my brother just told me. I'll tell you when it's not going to have some time. Your father isn't. Disappeared. Put on Schaefer's uniform. He took off to do God's work, presuming the murder of Dr. Welbeck. And the guy on the phone over there is Dr. Oh, my God. Arthur, what are you talking about? Oh my God! Oh my God, Arthur! The whole confession. He told the chief administrator of the hospital to send it to the cops. Oh my God, Arthur! Well, who held title? Did the underwriters know about this yet? Oh my God, Arthur! What are you waiting for? Arrest the son of a bitch! Turn him in! Oh my God! When? Well, of course, Arthur. And call me right back. I'm at the Holly Provision, eighth floor. Hurry, please. All right, Robin. Am I all right? That son of a bitch is trying to wipe me out. My partner, the eminent orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Noel Nohogan, is a miserable thief, and he is trying to wipe me out. Charge, doctor. What? Oh, what room is it? 806. I'm expecting a phone call. Put it straight through to me in that room. <laughs> son of a bitch has been draining the company with phony purchase orders on another company, of which it now turns out his wife is a principal stockholder. <laughs> Transparent fraud. I'll send him up for 20 years. Well, Drummond, you don't seem that much the worse for wear. How would you mind using some other phone? I'm expecting an important what phone. What is this? Who, who is this guy? Well, I'll be at the nurse's desk. Sorry, right. you got a bit of a fever, Drummond. You'll be too long. I'm trying to explain this to you. I'm on you, monkey. Go to the other bed. That's mine. <laughs> Hello, it's well back here. Yes, Arthur, go ahead. I'm getting out of this nut house. Just take it easy, Mr. Mead. <laughs> I came in here just to get a lousy pilot cut out. My God, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, how many transactions were there? 
My God! You never bother to fix your name tag, huh? I'm wiped out. The SEC has suspended trading in my stock. Oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> right? Do that. I'll hide under these blankets. Cardiac arrest, Holly We have an emergency. Check him on the ground. <laughs> now kick him. <laughs> Stop his fucking chest. It's medical. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I stopped petting for a second. <laughs> Crash cart. No <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh my god! Look at this, it erupts. <laughs> You're doing alien or birth? You can go either way. You're probably alien though. Who is it? One of the patients had a cardiac arrest. here and really just get out those toxins. You got a lot of... I think that they're not waiting. Pack the bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they said that they could, you know, take a break. There we go. Clear? You didn't say clear. Massage. Even Diana Rigg was like, wait, what? <laughs> okay. Well, we found him at least. There he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we can leave this room. Is he dead? They can't get him out of fib. I don't think he'll make it. Thank God. We just want the director. Oh, the film. No. <laughs> you. <laughs> the old ladies. We just gotta get out of here. There we go. 
Clapping and like unison. It's a good time for a chant. <laughs> yes. Get in. Yeah, you're a real funny, Dad. Get in. Yes, I know. It was arranged to have his body shipped to my Apache village where we will bury him with full tribal rights. In a day or two, someone will ask, whatever happened to Dr. Wilbeck? It will be assumed he absconded to Brazil to join his partner, the eminent orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Noel Hogan. And you remember everything. Among the... Don't do it again. I'm not going. Hospital's coming apart. I can't walk out on what's going on. I can dig it. The people are going to be responsible. <laughs> they don't know anything, though, about running a hospital. Or at least about teaching students. Middle class. I mean, probably the Doctors Liberation Front or whatever those guys were. Like, probably got it figured out. Maybe he's trying to join it. Yeah. He's like, I'm part of that committee. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Might, might be. Who knows what he signs? <laughs> Watch. We could get him in the whole shot, can't we? Oh, I love this. Yep. Mm, that's my favorite part. <laughs> he quits, but he just he goes right back in. Okay. Fuck it. I am quit. Fuck it, roll credits. <laughs> Help! <laughs> Roll credits, cue shitty, shitty jazz music with a plunger. <laughs> I love that guy's sign. It just said help. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. That's awesome. <laughs> and the people on top of the news van, they're on top of it. <laughs> they're, they're TV News 3, man. The best news yeah, channel this side of the planet. We're on right? top of it. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's because they, they didn't have those cranes that went up back then to yeah. get the, the aerial shots. you got to get an aerial shot. 
Who's got the control? You know, we can end this pain. <laughs> Not until Jack Grossberger's done. They're like, we don't really have a song for them. Well, you do now, here. <laughs> we used this in Mary Tyler Moore a week ago. This <laughs> is exactly what I imagined that fucking metal song you were playing me for. What? Uh, playing me early. You're playing me for. It's just some guy in a basement doing whatever. Oh, yeah, that. There's <laughs> <laughs> some guy walking around acting tough, going in the background, but you can't really hear him, so it's not, it doesn't bother you. We're that recording much. this, though. They're not going to know about a weed conversation we had on your porch. <laughs> but now they will. But, okay. It's out of context. Weed conversation we just had on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't like the music. What? Are you are you recording? Are we commenting on it? Or? We certainly can be. But are you? Yes. It's just all running. I'll cut it up. Oh, I thought you pressed something. I do. What'd you press? Oh. Do you care? Oh, is it weird? <laughs> it's just a simple question. If I don't get a simple answer, it's just like, why are you avoiding it? What, it you, what did it, you press? It just turned it back on. It's just oh, yeah, the video see. live stream. Is it in live stream? Yeah. Where are the cameras? Right there. <gasps> you didn't put a tape over it? <laughs> Jay says that you have to put a tape over it. It's funny. Every person who works for me. You don't have a tape over it? Under 30. Oh, every one of them. Yeah. Has a tape over it. But you don't. I don't. Is that some kind of statement? It's a statement. Yeah, because they're easily hacked. People can spy on you. Well, that's why you put the tape over it, but you don't have the tape over it. There's a tape over it. But there is a camera right there. This Someone could be spying on us right now. you got to put that right tape right over it. <laughs> and yeah, somebody in a room somewhere is saying, don't put the tape over it. <laughs> <laughs> and if this is what gets you off, okay. <laughs> don't put the tape over it. Right. I just came full circle. Upset. <laughs> Put the tape over it. <laughs> That's where I started. What am going to do? Someone who's put that much effort, they can't see me? It's, I mean, I know you say it's not hard. Can, you, can you pause it? Yeah. Okay, because I'll go to the bathroom and then we can talk. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll stop it and we can do a, the second half wrap-up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not pausing that. That's different. Mm. 